Hello, everyone. Welcome to an action-packed edition of ARG Presents. I am Game King Aaron. Game King 1, that is. Joined by the secondary, not as impressive, Game King 2, a la the Brent. Hey, how's it going, man? Happy birthday to you on your actual birthday day. Oh, geez. I believe you are now, what, 38? 38. Yes, it's been a, it's been a hard thirty eight years, uh, but I, I've made it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm gonna go for thirty nine. I think I could do it. This year has not been an easy one. <laughs> oh, this is this is uh, this has been a fun year for everybody. Oh yeah, everybody's having a great time, <laughs> nonstop action all the time. Well, thank you very much. I uh, I try to downplay the birthdays once you hit thirty five. That's pretty much my. That's the way I usually like to do it. Uh, <laughs> So there you go. Well, if you joined us last week, and we had a, we had say we had a good turnout last week. The show did pretty well last week, much to my surprise, Brent, because the Laserdisc games are a mixed bag of uh, where people like them or not. Uh, but this week we've got a uh, certainly we've left the realm of the Laserdisc games. There's yes. no doubt about that. We sure spun the fire wheel. hit is what we've That's got right. this week. Yeah, you got that right. We spun the wheel. We made the deal, Brent. And this week we're going to be playing games. From the Game King. I am the Game King. No, yeah. see, we're going to get a DCMA strike now. That's, it was so similar to them that I could see how that could happen. The Game King, Brent. Another one of these crazy things that you must have just came across uh, on the internet and just pay, and picked it up. Uh, the Game King by Time Top. Yes. <clears throat> now, Brent, what do you know? about the game king before this show or before we spun that piece on the wheel <clears throat> i believe and i might be incorrect with this but i believe i did a search on the internet for uh handheld emul handheld and emulator and one of the things that popped up was game king i was like game king all right we'll put that on the wheel and that's what i know about game king <laughs> If you ever if you ever wondered how Brent researches the tireless research involved in these pieces, now you that's right. You now you now are fully aware. Yeah, you know you knew more than I did because I have to say I've never ever 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 heard of the Game King, Brent. But by God, we're going to get into this thing right now. So let's talk about the Game King. The Game King is really the tale of how companies try to uh, let's see how what's the best what's the best way to put this. How they try to uh, lure your purchases by falsely representing their consoles. I think that's the best way to put what the Game King's all about. Uh, a Game King uh, originated in China uh, in the early uh, in the early two thousands. Again, it was cranked out by an outfit called Time Top. Yes, which I don't know what that means. I'm, I uh, like that. I'll, I think Time Top is a good uh, a good company name. Uh huh. Well, they were really the 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 big heads behind this is an outfit called Gungzhou Panyu Gaoming Electronics Company, who basically they're the ones that manufacture this thing. Uh, founded in 1994, so they weren't they hadn't been around too long before the Game King made its triumphant debut. So the Game King One released in 2004. Uh, the Game King one. I'm going to put a picture up here if you're watching around at home. 
Uh, the Game King One looks exactly like a Game Boy Advance, Brent. It does. Uh, now, including you had, shoulder buttons that do nothing. <laughs> that's right. You have a game. You had a, a Game Boy Advance. Yes. Uh, they explain so uh, the similarities. All it's almost dead on perfect, isn't it? In a lot of it, ways. It's really, really close. Uh, the Game King cartridges actually look like Game Boy cartridges. So when you put them in the back of the Game King, they stick out a good three or four inches. Um, but otherwise, the shape, the ergonomics, the button placement—it's all Game Boy Advance. So they had a—they didn't just release this thing willy nilly, okay? Uh, what they did was they had a plan, Brent, and the plan was to release this thing and then release a ton of cartridges for it. Yeah, uh, just to flood, to make it look like a real big deal. Now, despite the fact that this thing looks like a a Game Boy Advance. It actually is less powerful than the original Game Boy. Yes. So, <laughs> what a trick! <laughs> what a trick! So, they planned to flood the market with games, and their plan was to release a hundred games by the end of two thousand four. And by the end of two thousand five, they'd plan to release three hundred games. That's insane. <laughs> yes, that that's very ambitious. Yeah. Now. Uh, it, it that didn't quite work out, but they did release some games for. It. But here's the funny thing about this thing: so keep in mind that um, uh, this thing was released right around September 2004. In October 2004, uh, Tom Top announced the release of Game King Two. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, Game King One, long in the tooth after a month. So we had to get Game King Two out. Now, Brent, what does Game King Two look like? Well. <laughs> The pro the big problem with Game King Two, outside of looking like a PSP, yeah, uh, is Game King Two has a a backdrop on it. Yes, and, and the backdrop is like this hill. Uh, it's think of an overlay, but instead of being on top of the screen, the, the overlay is behind the screen. So no matter what game you're playing, it's got a hill in the back, like a grassy knoll. Uh, <laughs> Not probably their best choice, and very confusing for a sequel console. Like, ah, you know what? You know what we need? A permanent background of something that won't fit 95% of the games. Now, now you're you're downplaying the Game King 2's brilliant edition. <laughs> okay, was, it did have one really good it, edition. It yes. did have a backlight for yes. the uh, Game Boy level game gaming. Uh, uh, so you could actually have your, your you could have a nice back light for your hideous hideous uh, graphics so game king 2 they ran with this one far longer than the game king one but of course these both were out uh, game king 2 was more like i guess it was your premier epic high-end edition of the game kings but the f they ran the same stuff they were yeah, effectively uh, the same machine yeah something we need to clarify is the game king and the game king 2 ran the exact same games right they it, they it, they actually did themselves a disservice by calling it game king 2 it should have been like Game King XL or, you know, something like that because they were the exact same guts inside. Just Game King 2 had a permanent background and a backlight. Now, I wanted to get into a, just some of the... Because this is a whole area of consumer electronics and entertainment units that we that doesn't get talked about much. And it's the rip-off console. I mean, the... the uh, and we still see these uh, quite often. Absolutely. Uh, 
consoles and handhelds that are made to look like more successful, more popular versions of themselves, but in actuality are just running garbage. You know, I'm not saying this was the first, but the, this oh, was I certainly, yeah, yeah, this was certainly right up there. What do you? What are your thoughts on these? On these? I mean, the, most of the stuff comes from China or Hong Kong, you know, somewhere like that. What you know, where the laws are a little bit not there, or no one cares. I guess right. is the best way to put it. Uh, if I think this is almost, it's almost like the, a Weird Al song when a hit gets made. When your console is popular enough to get ripped off by the Chinese and a lesser, more inferior product produced, you know you've made the big time, Brent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when this and, happens. Now, uh, the, the, uh, the fact that the Game King also, you know, you could have released the Game King and be done with it, but no, nah, the Game King also came out in multiple colors. Yeah. You know, color, the colors, children. Uh, well, they obviously saw the success of the Wonder Swan and said, me too. Uh, so we've got purple, blue, green, yellow, orange, gold. You can have a gold one. Uh, then you had the skeleton colors that, again, just exactly like the, the uh, Wonder Swan had. And, and the, the Game, Game King, Boy Advance. Yeah, and the Game King 2, not to be outdone, they had actual different, they didn't have as many colors as that one, but they had black, white, yellow, and purple versions of that one. There was actually a second model of the Game King 2 that came out years later, I think it was 2006, and it, it sucked. It was exactly like the Game King 1. It didn't even have all the advantages of the Game King 2. <laughs> uh, but they marketed it anyway for some reason, uh, and then and we're not going to touch on it too much. But there was also a Game King three, yeah. And the Game King three was actually in color, uh, but uh, uh, it was also garbage. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh no, no, that's not fair. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Please. Well, one thing I want I want to throw back to was a question you asked. What do I think of these rip off consoles yeah. that uh, are obviously designed to look like something else? That part of it, I actually don't mind. Um, as long as, like the Game King did, their branding is right on front. Um, obviously, they've taken a design of a, of a, the PSP or the Game Boy Advance. But they're yes, they're trying to look like those consoles. But no, they're not trying to trick you into buying this instead of that. I mean, it's clearly branded on the front, Game King. No one's going to pick this up and go, oh, now I have a Game Boy Advance. It says right on the front. So if, you're, if your branding is right there and you're not going to confuse someone trying to buy it, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. Because the ergonomics of the Game Boy Advance is really what they're copying more than anything else. Uh, and you have to understand where this is coming from. They are obviously... Uh, trying to benefit from the popularity of other systems. I don't think they're trying to fool consumers. At least, I don't see how someone would be fooled by this. You look stunned. Or you you have a completely different viewpoint. Yeah, you're an idiot, is my no. viewpoint. Why would you make your machine look exactly like a PSP or a game? They're trying to trick people. They're no, trying to trick I don't think they're trying to trick buying people. Christmas gifts. They're trying to make people think uh, what this is the consumer product that says hey uncle john it's billy's birthday and you don't want to spring for a real psp but look this looks just like one maybe billy won't notice no and john see, is such I, a cheapskate there are systems out there that do i mean they they come they actually buy shells of the uh, of other people's systems and they don't put branding on it 
do you think someone's actually going to pick up this console and say, I've got a PSP, when it has yes. Game King clearly written on the front of it? Have you ever been to a, a flea market? These things are all over the place there. The fake Wii's, the fake PSP's. They make those look like the other ones for a reason. To catch people that aren't in the know and trick them. That's the only reason they're made like that. But people who aren't in the know, personal opinion, people who aren't in the know aren't going to pick this up and go, I know what a PSP is. This looks like a PSP. They're going to pick it up, see it's clearly branded Game King, and say this is a Game King. They might not know what a Game King is. They They might think the Game King is the hottest console or a handheld or whatever, but I don't, you are either knowledgeable enough to know the difference between a Game King or a PSP, or you are so lacking in knowledge that you're going to pick it up and you're just going to say, oh, this must be the hottest new console. Listen, this is the thing that grandmothers get their grandsons and because they don't know the difference. That's why I, they're made like that. Don't I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it. I, I'm sure that... Um, I'm sure that's possible, but I don't think I, I think there is such a low percentage of people that fall into that category that know the shape of a PSP, right? Yeah. But don't know the name of a PSP. I just think I think it's way worse when consoles name themselves like PSP and then put like a little two in the top and have the same font as the PSP. Or do well, things like that. That is trying to trick someone. I think, I think this, this is in the same realm. I, I don't agree. I don't agree because um, this is clearly branded as something else. I never thought I'd see you expatriate on the virtues of Game King, but you've done it. Oh no! Uh, and I'm wait, not saying I'm not singing the praises of Game King. Yes, he King is. Here. He loves he loves the Game <laughs> King. Uh, we should mention that the original Game King ran on the old two double A's. Yes. Now, yep. if you want the Game King two. That means you got to spring for the extra double A, yo. That doesn't cut those backlights don't come cheap. You got to have the double in there. But these are these are battery operated, uh, you know, little portable game devices. Now, uh, and my understanding is these get about five hours with backlight use. Uh, so you know that's not the worst. As far as I'm concerned, the more back, the more playtime you get on this thing, the worse of a deal it is. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, the uh, you know we should mention that oh, I did mention there was a ton of games that came with this thing. Uh, with the Game King one and two, you were bundled with three games, which we'll get into those in a little while. Uh, but they did release a bunch of other games. It's funny, and we'll get into this. Uh, but I found a, a lot, a big list of of games that got released for this, and they're I mean, complete with the box. The boxes look pretty good on these things, uh, Brent. I don't know if you saw them. Uh, it 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 looks real good. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I really games, like the the packaging they've done for these. Although, pretty much, this, I'm sorry. this is where they enter into the really bad territory because the boxes all have ripped off art. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's ripped off art from just web pages, people's deviant art pages. Uh, yeah, this is the bad kind of of screwing around where right. they are literally just lifting images. And using it as box art can't do that. That's bad. Oh, they can and they did. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the cartridges now. Game, uh, they like to release a lot of of, of uh, four and one cartridges. Yeah, uh, amongst other things. 
But one of the things you're going to find on this machine is almost every game on this is just a uh, it's just a ripoff of another game. You know, including the games we're going to look at today, they were all rip, ripped off. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, they are. But uh, something to note for the uh, the difference between the built-in games, because for those that don't understand, uh, the Game King and the Game King Two have three games built into the system. You just turn it on, you pick a game with you turn it on without a cart in it, pick a game, and you're good to go. Um, they also have cartridge versions of each of the built-in games right and they are oh, i didn't even know that I, yeah I, of the three that come with it they've got yes. they've got oh no kidding and they are upgraded versions of those games um oh. I, I i don't know all the details uh but i know for like example 2003 which we're going to talk about uh is a uh 1942 clone but the cart version has more power-ups it has uh when you do the loop-de-loop it kills it does a big lightning strike and kills everything on the screen um it has that kind of things it's an added more expansive version of the games that are built in you know i'm gonna give you credit because i this this system required a lot of looking into and at that I did not come across the fact that they released the the on, on leave it to Game King to re-release the things it comes with as a buyable cartridge. I gotta say that takes a lot. Of, now that takes it, a lot of jack. To well, pull that trick. here's the thing: they don't actually say, "Hey, this is an updated version of like Miner." They just that's what it is. Does that make sense? They yeah. don't. It's not like Miner Supreme. They just they might call it like uh bomb guy and it's the exact same game with the exact same graphics but updated with more features yeah so i want to talk a little bit about the challenges that the game king represented this week um obviously we do not own game kings we're not that lucky it's funny if i'd known if i'd known how much trouble i would have playing this thing i would have maybe went out and bought this sucker you want to know why you wouldn't have done that aaron why is that a game king two and yeah. eleven games cost two hundred and sixty-six dollars. Whoa! I was. Well, sh- that shut me up. <laughs> if you so, want to get a a uh, Game King, a, a, a new old stock game, well, or at least a Game King with box plus a game, uh, it sold for seventy-six dollars with thirty-five dollars shipping. So a hundred bucks to get yourself a Game King. Do we know why these are so uh, in demand, Brent? Uh, they're because fairly. I can't ra- understand that. Yeah, they're fairly rare, and I think they they have one of those little. Uh, I I want to own it niche markets. Yeah. Would if someone came up to you and said, "Hey, Aaron, here's a Game King. I'll let you have it with <clears throat> the Game King and and three games for twenty bucks. Would you buy it?" I would now. <laughs> uh, would would you, oh no 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 not to resell to have. Oh, no, uh, for twenty bucks I might. I mean, okay, I've would got, you do it think for thirty? Think of what I bought. <laughs> right. Okay. Would you do it for thirty? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably forty. I don't know. Now you're pushing it there. Uh, you get my point. You get this eleven games if they're that, boxed. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Fifty. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, there you go. Dead gummit. <laughs> 
<laughs> you shut me up twice now. Uh, so let's talk about the difficulties we had uh, trying to play these games. Uh, uh, originally, we were just going to treat just like every system we've ever played. <clears throat> the problem is we had trouble. Well, right out of the gate, I couldn't figure out how to emulate it. I mean, it's it, it, it's sort of emulatable in MAME, but not really. It's actually not fully supported in MAME. The sound doesn't work, but you can play the games. It's just actually how we ended up playing these. And luckily, we found video that has the sound and stuff so we can hear what they sound like well, you know, when you play Well, that's not true. If you get the newest MAME, uh, it does have sound. Oh, really? So but they must have just upgraded it then. Yeah, I, I when I... Uh, just for the backstory, I was having super difficulty getting this to work. And I found out that the version of Mess I had installed was too old mm. and uh, didn't actually have support for it. So I had to upgrade everything. Oh, okay. Uh, and when I did get everything upgraded, actually in MAME, um, it does. The my version did have sound. Great, that's outstanding. Good, I'll be getting on that. Uh, the second problem we had was the fact that we could not find ROMs for this thing. Uh, none of my usual uh, haunts had any of the uh, other ROMs, and ultimately, the only thing I was able to find was the you know the basically the the ROMs that come on the machine. That and, and we, that include the on built-in games, which is what we've done. So what? What? And Brent had the same problem. Now I'm not saying you may not have access to these uh, ROMs somewhere, but by God, I couldn't find them. And the funny thing is, I, I was reading that there's even like a multi-cart for this thing. So clearly the ROMs are out there. Uh, it's just I could not locate them. It was the darndest thing. Uh, I've never really had that much trouble locating games on this show. That's the that's the one thing I really could... I mean, sometimes we have trouble playing the games, but locating them is never been a problem. So we decided to... What we would do this week is we both reviewed all three of the built-in games, Brent. Yes. Uh, now, uh, uh, before we get to that, uh, I looked at some of these other games. Did you actually... There was, as really, there's not a ton of video out there on this thing either, is there, Brent? Uh, there is and there isn't. Um, I have found video that is over a decade old, uh, Ashens actually reviews the Game King, very popular YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, I saw, I did see that. Yeah. Um, and there are several other people that do, that has done reviews that they have the physical console. Uh, it's very hard to record. Yeah, the the footage off the Game King. However, I've heard uh, that the actual playing of the Game King, if you're in a decently well lit environment, and I'm not talking about setting under the super sun like some consoles needed. Um, it's actually a pretty decent screen. Not a good screen. The resolution on it is absolute crap. Um, but it's decent to see. And uh, a lot of people have have recorded footage from it. Um, I don't think that this is a well-known system, but I certainly wouldn't call it obscure either. It, it's funny, uh, uh, Z9K9 says the main version uh, with Game King sound emulation came out literally just this week. Bam, so, there you go. As if on cue. <laughs> Thank you, Z9. What are the... Leave it to li The wheel has struck again, Brent. <laughs> People think we docked this thing. I swear to God. You see me spin it. We have nothing to do with it. So with all that said, uh, let's take a look. And what I'm sure will be the briefest portion of this of this uh, ARG presents, which is the actual games itself, Brent. 
I have uh, I have grouped these games uh, into one big wad here. We'll just go through them one at a time. Uh, and and we I mean I will say I played these three games a lot uh, for for what it's worth. Uh, and so I've gotten I found someone uh, who had who has real good footage of this better than I could that I could get hold of. And so we've, we're going to go through these one at a time. Um, since this is up right now, if you're watching at home, let's start, Brent, with 2003. Yes. Uh, 2003 clearly uh, is a 1942 clone. Yes. Uh, for for uh, it's a it's the old you played the by I guess let's go with biplane. And you are uh, shooting down enemy fighters. Uh, the uh, there's a scrolling, uh, like you're you're sort of rolling over what look like islands or or clouds. I'm not sure what that. Yeah, it's ever, islands. Yeah, you're 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 uh, It's it's trying to simulate an island scape, I believe. You know, since you had you get the plays with sound, why don't you why don't you sort of give us a brief overview of of 1942 ripoff on this one? What what did you think of this one? When you first fired it up, something has to be said about the Game King sound. All it right. is absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it's it sounds pretty good. I now was, I mean, it's not good because it's good. It's good because it plays samples. It takes stolen bits of music and sound, and sometimes voices, and plays the samples. The thing is capable of playing samples, which means you'll get a three to nine second music clip or sound effect or whatever and it will play and it will sound wonderful um but it loops and it loops endlessly for most almost all the background music uh so while yes what it plays is incredibly good uh the sound is actually really bad the sound itself is good but what it's playing is bad on to actual the gameplay of 2003. Uh, as we said, it's a 1942 clone. It is very um, repetitive. Uh, the enemies come out the exact same pattern every time, which is unfortunate. Uh, the looping factor when you're uh, when you hit your bomb button or the extra button, you'll do a loop in your plane. And that looks visibly really cool uh, because it, it, you know, it does the loop and the plane gets bigger as it's coming closer to what your perspective. And then it goes back down. The gameplay itself is actually pretty good. Uh, it's everything is smooth as one of these type of games can be. Since the pixels are so big. Uh, every all the sprites are big kind of by default but it also means you can't get a whole lot of stuff on the screen at the same time uh you might have uh six enemy planes on the screen at the same time and that's really pushing it uh so the action is kind of bland in my opinion only certain types of ships shoot and you know which ones those are after a few minutes of gameplay and it does the thing where if you shoot four planes that are coming in in sequence, you'll get a power-up. And the power-up is you go from two guns to four guns, that sort of thing. Personally, I thought this was the weakest of the bunch. What did you think about it, Aaron? It's funny. I thought this was the strongest of the bunch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you you pretty much nailed what it was. Uh, I mean, there's not much I could add. But what I will say is this. <laughs> I thought 
I thought this was playable, right? I yeah. thought it was a game that was playable. Is sure. it original in any way? No. No, no, no. No originality. No. The loop looks good. I mm-hmm. agree with you on that. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the the uh, gameplay is, I mean, it's playable. Uh, it, it's funny. I think this is probably the game I thought was the best, but the gameplay on this one, in terms of the action, is probably the worst in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me let me preface this by saying none of these are good, but this one I thought was the most resembling something that I could sort of Remember those old phone games we talked about a couple weeks ago, like you're like where you had the old Nokia phone, and you, and the games were like real crummy. But like if you were bored at a bus stop or something, you could fire that thing up. That's what this would be. It's like, well, I'm, this is better than nothing, but uh, the best of the of the of the three. But yeah, this, I can't. <clears throat> this game does allow your plane to to move up and down and left and right. Yeah. So it yeah. does have that going for it because it certainly could have not done that. And I yeah. don't think anyone would have complained, but they did allow it. Now, um, how was the sound in this one? Uh, I mean, in your all, opinion? The, the sound, is, it's a blanket statement. All the sound is good because it's just samples. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the sound was good. It was just repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, I think this was my favorite of the three, but that's not saying a whole lot. So, let's move on, Brent. Let's have a look at Drifter. Uh, another strange one. What in God's name is going on in Drifter? You're a, it's a platform game. Let's say that. Where this, you're a you're a guy. No, okay. Let me let me sum it up real quick for the people in the know. This yeah. is uh, Adventure Island slash Wonder Boy. Uh, that's um, what I read, but boy, I didn't get that vibe from it. No, it is. Uh, it's a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, uh, this is a game. It's a. Uh, run and jump game where you move uh from left to right you have to continuously collect fruit to survive because you've got a counter that starts i think like 15 is continuously counting down so that Um, was fruit you say yeah yeah. (laughs) okay and uh they they have weapons that you can pick up you can pick up a boomerang or you can pick up a um like a rocket launcher yeah, there are boulders that won't kill you, but you'll trip on them, and it'll yeah. make you lose a small portion of life. And there are also enemies, uh, usually snails and bugs and that sort of stuff, that you can't jump on, but you can hit with your boomerang or bomb uh, to get past them. See, I thought they were dogs that you were jumping over, and no, I there thought were snails. Since, since since the title screen has you looking like a rat or something, right? I mean, you don't play a mouse or rat in those games you described earlier, right? Yeah, that's what. So I didn't get that. I read that this was some kind of Wonder Boy, but I didn't or Adventure Island, but I didn't get that. It just to me, it just looks like a a, a rat or a mouse running along, grabbing stuff and avoiding dogs. That's what I that's, that's what I got out of this. Well, you the gameplay see. is is Adventure Island. Um, it has it has the exact same everything. Uh, the the boomerang can kill enemies. The rocket launcher can destroy rocks. Uh, there are pits to jump over. This game was okay. Um, the absolute really? biggest, huh? I'm sorry, I was just stunned. Did you just say this was okay? Yeah, this was okay. the The biggest problem with it is your jump is very very high. 
but not very, very long. No, no. So getting over pits and everything comes down to being pixel perfect. Um, the weapon is a must because there is so much stuff on screen. If you ever restart at uh, and don't get the weapon for whatever reason, you're screwed. You have to have the weapon. Um, I got to, I think, level three of the game. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it is if you one hit, if an enemy touches you, kills you, just like the Adventure Island. Um, and the time ticking down means you have to collect basically every piece of fruit. Uh, otherwise, you'll run out of time before you get to the end of the stage. It was okay. The, every I think the graphics were plain enough to know what everything was supposed to be. Things that were good to collect blinked which made them stand out from, you know, just being like a rock or something. So I had no problem at all with it. Man, I, I don't agree. The jumping in this, it, your guy is like a master high jumper, but he gets no length at all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Now, the, the and of course, I'm playing on a blown-up screen, so I could see the pixel-perfect jumps, but it was still incredibly hard to clear those, uh, let's say, enemies. I'd say the graphics were good enough to where – it left everything up to uh, interpretation because clearly I didn't see the same things you did. I saw dogs. I saw, <laughs> I don't know what I saw. Some of that stuff to be uh, there. Something on a chain there at the end of the first level. I wasn't sure what that, what was going on there. I, I thought this game was not, not good. Uh, not uh, no, fun, I, this not was the second play. best game. Second. No, I'd say this is the worst. I thought that was the worst game for me. No, I didn't, it, I, didn't, I didn't like it at all. My man. biggest problem with it is, and it's the exact same problem I have with uh, uh, Wonder Boy Adventure Island, um, having to a timer that always counts down from such a low time, uh, forcing you to get fruit to raise that timer back up, I just have a problem with that aspect of gameplay. Uh, for me, it makes it too intense on when I've already got intense things like enemies that are swooping down, birds and whatnot, and pits that I have to pixel-perfect jump. I wish the timer aspect of it wasn't there, and I do wish the jump was better. Uh, the the jump that you have is, is very short. It makes it very hard, but I, I found the game enjoyable. Uh, the sound loop on it was okay. Uh, yeah, thumbs up for me. Hmm. Not me. <laughs> Did not like that one. So let's take a look at the third uh, game. Now, uh, this one, the name will vary apparently depending on the uh, the version of the of the ROMs you got. Mm -hmm. uh, it was called my version was called Mine Battle. What did you have on yours? Mine was called Miner. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. So. Uh, this game was uh, now again. Correct me if I'm wrong, bro. But this is some sort of like Bomberman adventure game or something. Yes, like that. this it's... is exactly the NES Bomberman. Oh, okay. See, I never played that. So now I'm I'm familiar with Bomberman, uh, uh, but I never this game. I never played a Bomberman like this. I thought Bomberman was sort of a well. This I I could figure out how to use my bombs. I could figure out how to kill enemies and blow up walls. I couldn't figure out how to get off the first level. Yep, that's because uh, you, you haven't played the NES Bomberman. Well, can you, so why don't you fill us in? Sure. Uh, this is a, it's not a single screen, but it's a scrolling screen uh, where you have bombs that will explode up 
uh, in four directions around the bomb where you have to destroy blocks uh, to find power-ups. There's one hidden on each level, and there are enemies that roam around this. It's not really a maze, but this grid-like environment, and you have to blow them up as well. Once you get all the enemies killed, you can actually exit. And to find the exit, it's hidden under a rock somewhere in the board. And it can literally be under any rock. So you have to pretty much systematically destroy the entire board of destroyable objects to both find your power-up on the level and to find the exit to leave from the end of the, at the end of the game. That would explain that. Because I, I killed all the enemies and just stood there yep. wondering what. I thought, well, maybe my time has to run out. Nope. I was just like, what's happening? Yeah, this so, game does have a timer, uh, but it's a very generous timer. It makes things intense if you uh, haven't been diligent about clearing the screen. Um, but as long as you kind of destroy things as you go and get the power-up on each level, and it has all the normal power-ups that a Bomberman has, uh, your bombs can have bigger explosions, you can lay down multiple bombs. You can uh, pick up time bombs where you lay the bomb down. It doesn't explode on its own. You hit another button, and it will blow up the bomb. Um, I didn't find a kick or punch power-up, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. I only played to about five levels in uh, before I, I had my fill. This is the best of the bunch. Um, as a playable game, this is the best of the bunch. Um the graphics are simple, but are absolutely clear onto what is an enemy, what is a rock, and what is you. Um, the sound loop on this is okay. Uh, it's very short, but it does kind of set in the background, and it has all the booms and bomb uh, from your bomb sound effects that are nice. Um, yeah, this is very playable. And also, since there's no fast motion, you're controlling all of the motion on the screen. I would imagine even with the real console, uh, you're not going to get a whole lot of sh screen tearing. Um, so yeah, I think this is by far the most playable game. This was the most enjoyable game. Big thumbs up for me. I'm going to agree with. Well, again, you know, I'm, it's common knowledge. I'm no big fan of the old bomber man. Yeah, that not a whole said, lot of people are. That much said, uh, this is probably. The closest I've came to enjoying one, except for the fact I couldn't leave the level. Uh, th I did find this uh, the most playable of the three. <clears throat> Excuse me, and the easiest to keep track of on the screen and control. Uh, you're, I mean, you're you're basically a almost stick figure as you move around this yeah. maze of blocks. But the the game can't can pull it off. This was actually programmed with some finesse. I mean, they actually get the explosions right. Uh, again, not knowing how to exit. Uh, uh, that was a pain, but now that you tell me how you do it, I can see where it'd be all, you know, if I could get out, it would be fun. I sort of enjoyed this uh, in a in a weird way. Uh, so I'll I'll give this one, like I said, I, this would have been the number one game for me if I'd known how to leave. So with that said, maybe this is, I would say this is probably more playable than uh, the uh, 2003 game. You know, it's funny, as we look back on these uh, three games, Brent, um, now, listen, the Game King 1 and 2, not so good, but uh, they could have phoned it in entirely. I will say, I think some effort has been put forth to, 
utilize the meager offerings uh, in terms of abilities, capabilities of the machine. To They've figured out a way to use those to actually make something that you can play. So you at least are getting some games when you buy this, as opposed to just getting an unplayable mess. So, I, you know, you got to give them that. I am going to kind of agree with you and kind of not. I think that what the Game King is, is for someone who can't afford a Game Boy uh, or a Game Boy Advance or a PSP that is going to be on either a long plane ride or a long car ride and they want to pick it up. Now, this is back in the day, not current day. Uh, and they're going to pick up something that they can enjoy on the bus, you know, something like that. And I think for the area this was made for, your your China, your Hong Kongs, that type of area, um, this is a perfect fit, and I'm surprised it didn't do better than it did. Uh, I think the games, although obvious ripoffs, and I'm not saying they're good games, because they, they have no creativity, they are absolute clones of existing properties, but the games themselves are programmed in a fashion that makes them playable and I feel makes them enjoyable. Uh, am I going to run out and buy a Game King? No. But I'll tell you right now, if I found an original Game King, not a Game King 2, I don't like the uh, permanent background thing. I think that was a horrible idea, even with a backlight. If I found a Game King at my local flea market that came with, say, <laughs> two cartridges, right? I would yeah. put a 50 on it right now. No questions asked. Uh, you know, let me just say this, and I would not have said this until recently. If I come across a cache of Game King ROMs, I can see us coming back to this in the future. Because part of me, a sick part of me, is interested in seeing what the library for this thing has to offer. Uh, this, These three games were just intriguing enough. Yeah, to to make me want to come back and, and and I will say, stolen art aside, the game boxes for this thing look really cool. Yes, and I, and 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 they make you sort of want them. And the fact that you get multiple games in the packs if you get if you find those multi packs. Yes, there's something there. And if you can buy a, a box game, uh, uh, for uh, uh, a couple bucks and you get four games, you might you may be getting your money's worth on the Game King. You know, the Game King packaging, I looked, I wanted to put a box picture of the Game King up on here, and I had trouble determining uh, what I was looking at in terms of what the Game King looked like. I, I think there were several different flavors of Game King boxes uh, for the different for different consoles, including like even a blister pack version, which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, so... Uh, I would, if anyone listening to this has a Game King and wants to show me what the packaging looks like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that as well. Uh, the Game King, I have to say, I enjoyed this episode despite all the pain of trying to get everything working. I enjoyed this more than I thought I would, Brent. I have to say, it was an enjoyable episode. Something else I enjoyed, Brent, though, is what? washing my hands of the Game King and moving on with the wheel. Let's fire the sucker up, my friend. All right. So now I believe, Aaron, that you added four player games. Yes, correct. As as our new game, even though I believe we have covered that before, and 
for the retro piece you added on BBS Games. That's correct. Four-player games was something we touched on uh, at uh, at uh, Thanks for Giving, so I wiggled it back on. And yes, the retro rewind this week, BBS Games, and I've got a reason for that. If I, if it comes up, I will uh, let it have. So I'm going to move this mic and spin this sucker. We'll see what we get, Brent. All right. Moving your main source of audio to spin the wheel. There's nothing that could go wrong there. Oh my God, I can't believe it, Brent. Oh. One of our locked pieces came up, finally. There it is. It's the Radio Shack TR City Color Computer. It happened, folks. And since that lock piece is a lock piece, there will be no change on, in the wheel next week. That's beautiful. Finally, some hot, hot Cocoa action. If you watched the boat stream this week, he streamed a whole crap load of Cocoa games, and I did that a couple weeks ago myself. So we're, we're, already, we're already up for some Cocoa. Now, normally right here we'd start closing the show, but I'm going to reach down here and pick up a very special parcel. Hold on one moment. It is an Aaron birthday miracle. <laughs> right in the head, man. Right in the head. So we got, very rarely on this show do we get mail, uh, Brent. But we did. We got mail this week. And so uh, I thought I'd open it right here. This is the this is the ARG mail time, Brent. Mail time! Now this is from our good friend. <clears throat> our good friend, friend of the show. Bam. It's Buck Owens, Brent. Yes. Thank you very much, Buck. There we go. Uh, I'm going to switch to the long camera so you can sort of see me open this thing here. So let me just kind of switch this over here. Bam. All right. Nothing is more riveting in podcast land than watching and listening to someone open a package. But by God, we're going to pull We're going to be so descriptive. It's going to blow your mind. Right now, Aaron is struggling with paper and uh, adhesive. So, really showing off his manhood by failing to open things. Take off. Take off. So, right here, this one here is labeled. This There's something here labeled strictly the Brent. i got to give Buck Owens credit here. He really packed this thing uh, good. And I, because I opened it before the show. Okay, here we go. Can you believe that? <laughs> Watch that him late. struggle, fans. <laughs> Shut up. No, listen, don't hassle me. So, let's look at what the first item here. This is, this is a bag here. There's a bunch of stuff here. It just says the Brent. On it here, so let me hold that up there. The Brent, you getting that? Yes. All right, I'm gonna open this bag. I'm watching through Twitch delay, so we'll see what all's in here. Okay. First thing we've got here is a holy smokes. Uh, This is Phoenix for the history of the video game industry. Woo! Look at that that big old book. That's like a a, 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 a tome. It a is. Tome. That is a tome of knowledge that has been granted to me. Thank you very much, Buck. That looks awesome. He also now, sent you, Brent, something called Unbroken. This yes. It's some sort of card game, I think. It, it, it is a single-player board game, and I'm going, once I get my greasy little fingers on that bad boy, I'm going to be doing a review of it. Uh, once I get a few games under my belt, understand what's going on, that will actually be going up on the ARG Presents Twitch channel uh, once that is ready to go. He also, Brent, sent you some sort of shirt. By the way, it's a single-player board game you can play with your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this, Brent. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. It can't be, but it is. It's true. Brent, Buck Owens has sent you a Dick Smith electronic shirt. Yes! That is awesome. You may I will wear Dick that Smith. with so much pride. Dick Smith's <laughs> smile and face on there, too. Oh, and here's a package for me. Thank Amiga, you very Amigo much, Aaron. Buck. You are you are a, a king among men. A game like, king Brent. among men. Buck Owens knows. Now he sent me Oh, here's a book for me. Wrestling with Pixels, the World Tour of Professional Wrestling Games. Oh Holy very smoke. awesome. I've never heard of this. That's right up my alley, Mr. Owens. Thank you very much for that. And I think yes, because I would have felt left out. He sent me a Dick Smith shirt as well. Absolutely awesome. Because I knew, I knew if there weren't two in that box, you would never let me have mine. That's true. That's true. In fact, you may not get the book uh, as well. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Buck. We appreciate it. I think Buck's here with us in chat. Thank you very much, uh, Buck. Yes, you know thank you very like. much. That is so generous. Very good. Very good. So, Brent, uh, let's talk about next week's show. Finally, we've we've spun a lock. Uh, and it's the uh, Coco. Uh, we love the Coco. We grew up with the Coco. Yes. Are you excited to do another round of Coco? I am. I always enjoy playing Coco games, and I'm hoping I can find something uh, spectacular to present to the channel next week. I agree. I, I will say, I saw boat planes that I've never seen before, and it was very impressive. Uh, so, that's next week. I think that's pretty much all we've got. Britt, do you want to say give a shout-out to all of our uh, people in chat? Well, I want to hit... Folks, with two bits of information, uh, Aaron, did you know we have a ARG Presents Twitter thing? I did know that. Yes, and I know you know that because you said, hey, Brent, you run this now. And I was like, what's a Twitter? So <laughs> if you want some uh, kind of nonsensical, somewhat game-related, uh, we're going to have a few hidden features on there, get some... Uh, behind-the-scenes baseball, if you will, to try to get some Twitter followers. Behind the, wait a second, stop. Oh. Behind-the-scenes baseball. Yeah. yeah. That's not what you meant to say, is it? Inside baseball. No, behind-the-scenes. Behind-the-scenes behind the scenes scenes baseball. baseball. No, no. There no, are no, no scenes. No, it's no. baseball. Oh, no, Aaron, we all know baseball is staged. Come on. <laughs> we all know that the, it, it's predetermined. We all know who's going to win and lose. <laughs> Behind wow. the scenes baseball. I could, so, you're gonna be get, you're gonna be a visit from, <laughs> from the MLB people. Um, so we are going to put some kind of exclusive footage on there. If you want to see it, be sure to give us a follow at ARG Presents on Twitter. Also, the other thing I want to uh, plug while we've got your ear is the uh, Twitch.tv slash ARG Presents channel. Um, we're always going to be doing our show on uh, Amigos Retro Gaming. Uh, this is just a place for Aaron and I, uh, and, and John, if he ever gets the, the notion to do something a little outside of the realm of uh, the normal classic gaming. We play some modern gaming on there. I'm going to be streaming. Uh, next time we have a supporter video to do, I'm going to be streaming kind of some of the process that goes into that. Um, some You're good going old to stream? Stuff. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. Go buy a lottery ticket, everyone. So, and, and like I've said before, I'm going to do a board game review uh, on the board game that Buck Owen got me once I 
get my head around the rules and everything and give it a good presentation. So for just a little more Aaron and Brent action, uh, you can always tag and follow the ARG Presents Twitch channel and get some extra extra goodies. Past that, Aaron, I think that's it. You want to read off some of your buddies in chat tonight? We have got a huge following here in chat. We got Roushy with Curtis. You know he's happy about that uh, spin. Mm. Pixels at Dawn, Duncan Styles, Picard's in there, Polyester Lynx, uh, Mitsuyama, of course, Duncan Styles. My lovely, lovely wife is in chat. Uh, You're married to Duncan Styles? (laughs) I never knew. Uh, Amiga Live, uh, Judge Dave, Specky is in chat. Now let's uh, Z9K9. Let's see if we can grab a couple lurkers here since we've got a moment. Uh, we got lurks. We got uh, need him, and one more call it here. Etten, Etten in chat lurking, giving us a watch. So there thank you, you everyone for that. Very good, thanks guys. Hey, listen, uh, we appreciate everybody showing up. We record this every week, Sunday, 9 a.m. EST. We'll be back next week for some hot, hot, incredibly hot, woo, super hot cocoa next week on ARG Presents. Thanks again, guys. Have a good, safe week. Happy birthday, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Quick shout out to all of our YouTube subscribers and Twitch followers. A special thank you to Duncan Styles for our vector graphics and Bartbit for our amazing music. Would you like to keep ARG spinning for as little as a dollar a month? You can do so at anchor.fm slash ARG presents. Supporters get entry into the Amigos Discord channel as well as their name called out in the credits. Supporters like these fine folks, Anthony Jarvis, Graham W. Betke, Terry Howard, Gary Heather, John Schaller, The Slow Norris, Frodo NL, Steve Rasmussen, Chris Foles, Mitsuyama, Retroalgy, Hermsky, John Dackman, and Jerry Dennington. Don't want to explain another credit card bill? That's okay too. You can help us out by leaving us a positive review on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Have an idea for a wheel piece? Send it to us at argpresents at mail.com. We record live every Sunday at 9 a.m. EDT on Twitch. Hope to see you there.